Good morning, my name is Edna Emmanuel. Our first reading this morning is from Philippians 3, verses 12 to 16. I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things, or that I have already preached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and to receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Let all who are spiritually mature agree on these things. If you disagree on some point, I believe God will make it plain to you. But we must hold on to the progress we have already made. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second reading is John chapter 21, verses 15 to 19. After breakfast, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter replied, you know I love you. Then feed my lambs, Jesus told him. Jesus repeated the question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said, you know I love you. Then take care of my sheep, Jesus said. A third time he asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt that Jesus asked the question a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said, then feed my sheep. I tell you the truth. When you were young, you were able to do as you liked. You dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted to go. But when you're old, you will stretch out your hands and others will dress you and take you where you don't want to go. Jesus said this to let him know that by what kind of death he would glorify God. Then Jesus told him, follow me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pray that you will open our ears to hear and our hearts to receive your word this morning. Amen. Well, have you ever been in a position where you felt as if you have messed up anything so badly? So badly that it would be impossible for you to get it sorted out? Have you ever done something so hurtful to anyone, especially a friend, that you felt they would, could never forgive? Have you denied a friend, not just by your words, but by your action, your inaction, in order to protect yourself? From our John passage today, it made me think Peter may have felt like that. Because only a short while before, Peter had denied knowing Jesus. Not just once, but three times. He couldn't have been, it couldn't have been a worse time for the disciples. That was the night Jesus was arrested and put on trial. So, could Peter be forgiven? Could Peter be used again? Here we are after Jesus' resurrection. Jesus had already appeared to many people, including the disciples. He met them twice in Jerusalem and told them to go to Galilee. So this would be the third time he would meet them. 
The circumstances weren't exactly ideal. So when Jesus arrived in Galilee, the seven disciples that were there were not doing what he had asked them. Jesus had asked them to wait for him there. But instead, Peter decided he wanted to go fishing. And the others decided to join him. So they fished all night. In the morning, they saw a man standing on the beach. He called out asking them if they had caught any fish. They hadn't, so he tells them. Throw out your net on the right-hand side of the boat and you'll get plenty of fish. This was when John, the disciple that Jesus loved, realised that this man was Jesus. So Peter jumps into the sea and swims to shore. It seems Peter's really wanting to be with Jesus. So he left the other disciples to bring the boat in, hauling the large catch of fish behind them. And in verse 9 it tells us that when they got there, there was already a charcoal fire burning and fish were frying over it and there was bread. Jesus asked for more fish from their hall of 153. He then invited the disciples to come and have breakfast. At this point, Peter must have thought, I'm okay, everything's all right. And he thought his denial had been forgotten, overlooked by Jesus. But no, because we have to acknowledge our wrongs. We have to confess our sins. Breakfast was finished. Jesus still had unfinished business with Peter. There was still that matter of his boasting and then the denials on the night that Jesus was arrested. So, was Peter still fit to be one of the leaders among Jesus' followers? Jesus asked Peter the same question three times. I believe Jesus was trying to pull out what was in Peter's heart. Jesus asked him the same questions three times. With each response, Jesus gave back to Peter a responsibility, each one greater than the one before. Imagine if you were to be asked the same question three times. By the third time, I know I wouldn't be very happy. In these questions, I think Jesus was questioning Peter's loyalty. Peter had boasted that he loved Jesus more than all the others. Do you love Jesus more than your family, your friends? Or do you love Jesus more than me? On what basis have you made that assumption? Ironically, now only Jesus would know if that was the case. Jesus requires agape love, the highest form of love, selfless love, the love he gave, the love of commitment and sacrifice, the love that's mentioned in John 15, 13. Greater love has no man than this and to lay down his life for his friends. That's what God did for us through Jesus. Peter answers questions with humility. Yes, Lord, you know I love you. Twice. But the third time, 
A little upset, he responded. Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Each time Peter responded, Jesus gave him a responsibility. Jesus is restoring Peter to the position of leadership. But Peter had made mistakes. He bragged about his love for Jesus. And Jesus told him that he would deny him three times before the cock crowed twice. He denied it. He went to the courtyard while Jesus was on trial and he was recognised. He perhaps shouldn't have been there. He had put himself in a position and now felt his safety was compromised. And so he had, protect, had to protect himself from denying, by denying Jesus. In that particular moment, Peter showed greater love for himself than for Jesus. He was protecting his own life. And no, he was not as committed as he had claimed or even thought. Peter could, in, could not in good conscience claim agape love. That's sacrificial love for Jesus. Peter had strong affection for Jesus, but perhaps just saw him as a friend. He would have had a deep appreciation and respect for Jesus and was humbled at just being able to be with him. Even though religious leaders had thrown all sorts of accusations against Jesus, Peter believed Jesus. Jesus doesn't settle for quick answers or the answers we feel he wants to hear. He gets to the heart of the matter. Peter had to face his true feelings and motives when Jesus confronted him. Something we will all have to do. After, after breakfast, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Remember, that was Peter's boast. Jesus, Peter said, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Then feed my lambs, Jesus told him. So the first responsibility given to Peter was to feed my lambs. The lambs are the young sheep, which are the most vulnerable and need to be tenderly cared for. Jesus is commanding Peter to take care of the most vulnerable sheep, the babies, the new believers. Peter is to teach new believers about how to be followers of Jesus. Jesus repeated the question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said, you know I love you. Then take care of my sheep, Jesus said. The second time the responsibility given to him was to take care of my sheep. Peter was to take total care of the flock, not just the feeding. The sheep are more mature than the lambs. Jesus was trusting Peter with the spiritual teaching and care of his followers, including the mature ones. Jesus was confirming to Peter that although he had messed up, he was still capable and could still be useful. So the third time he asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt and asked the question a third time, 
and asked the question. Peter was hurt that Jesus asked the question a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said, then feed my sheep. Even though the questions were the same, it seemed that the third time more emphasis was put on the word love. The tone of the question felt different. The passage says Peter was hurt, and this time Peter doesn't use the word yes. In his reply, instead he says, you know all things, you know that I love you. Peter knew this because he was with Jesus for a long time and had a personal relationship with him. This time, the third responsibility given to Peter was even greater. He entrusted him with his flock. Feed my sheep. This time he was given complete responsibility of looking after all needs of Jesus' followers. After all, Peter was going to be the rock on which Jesus built his church. Although Peter had failed, Jesus had now restored him and would use him to teach and lead his people. We can assume that that conversation between Jesus and Peter would have taken place quite near to where the disciples were, and so they would have heard it. This must have boosted their confidence in Peter's capabilities, and they would be hopeful that despite their own past failures, Jesus could and would use them too. So like Peter, all of us fail the Lord in our words and deeds. Our confession prayer requires us to acknowledge these things, those things which we should have done that we didn't, and the things we should not have done that we have. We have all sinned. Jesus was able to forgive and restore Peter and use him. He can do the same for us. If this conversation between Jesus and Peter was to take place between you and Jesus, how would you respond to the questions? Because when we have done wrong, we need to acknowledge that we have done, what we have done, not try to excuse our behavior. We serve just God and like with Peter, he will forgive our sins. He will meet us where we are and he will use us for his glory. We will then be able to feed his lambs. In our Philippines reading, Paul tells us that he hasn't achieved perfection, but he focuses on one thing, to forget the past and look forward to what lies ahead. This week I received a really timely WhatsApp message which seemed to sum this all up for me. It said, I am a Christian. I'm not perfect. I mess up, but God's grace is bigger than my sins. Father, we thank you that your grace is bigger than our sins. Amen.